Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of She had to get married. Dear Pod. She's asleep. She's like, bitch, it is 87 degrees outside. (laughs) I knew that would cog her out. (laughs) She's like, I can't even raise my ass to shit. Oh, I'll just drag it right here. (laughs) So cool. Oh, the floor is so nice and cool. That's what I say every time I faint. Oh, so so cool. Just leave me down here. (laughs) I'm fine. Did we ever recreate the faint in the kitchen for you? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, So, total sidebar, working on a new weird project i've been brought on to okay uh operation two the, the bronx zoo that's right okay boo at the zoo haunted house coming up this fall mm-hmm. but uh i'm specifically doing one section i was hired by a friend of mine uh to be the creative part of uh I basically have to write script mm-hmm. for um a dinosaur walkthrough it's like a dinosaur haunted house experience. So I got to like collect all my dino puns. I got to have my wacky jokes ready. It's a full family experience. It's like an ex- it's kind of semi-scare experience. Like think haunted mansion. Okay. It's like, is it scary or is it funny? It's probably just a little bit of both. It's a little bit like... Like, Uncle Rick is just a little off tonight. Yeah, yeah. And then we just know to keep the kids away from him. Mm-hmm. But this and water is, down his yes. <laughs> Just do more coke this time, okay? More coke, less rum. Don't go upstairs with Uncle Rick. Just stay down here. Just stay it's where fine. I can Just see look, you, okay? Look at me. Eyes on me. Don't go upstairs. Eyes on me. So, so yeah, I'm going to be working on that. But here's the thing. I have to go do a zoo walkthrough <laughs> next week. Now, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot in the city. I can't think of a place I would rather go less than a zoo in the middle of the summer. Even the animals are like, I am not, don't. Carl, you hit me with that stick one more time. I will eat you. The animals look at us, they're like, we have to be here. What's your reason? And the only reason we have to be here is because you're here. So why don't you move it, Aaron, so I can go back in that cage? That is the exact same argument for me living in New York. That is the same thing I say (laughs) when I see tourists. I'm like, I have to be here. Why are you here? I'm only here because you're here. We're feeding off of each other. I'll never understand a New York tourist that looks like they'd rather be anywhere but here. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't. I don't. Far be from, but you know what? But again, the whole industry is predicated on tourists coming. So please continue. Come to our fair city. It's a really good shape, you guys. But I mean, they're like eating so quickly while they're walking. Everything is like a panic. I'm like, you do not look like you're enjoying yourself. That's how I feel every day I'm here. Mm-hmm. Didn't I tell you about the cocaine salesman? When I was in the village, the guy walking around going, cocaine, I got cocaine, cocaine here. You're like, you're a dime a dozen, kid. It was so bold, though. I'm like, now that's just a whole new take on like what used to be sort of undercover now we're basically just on street corners yelling yeah now it's like sister mary margaret cocaine (laughs) sister (gasps) do you have a voice then they're like cocaine oh my god so i bought a couple bags because i support small business well yeah and shop local 
Yes, exactly. I gotta trust a nun. So yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. But now I have to go to the zoo in the heat. Ugh. In the heat of summer. Uh, absolutely. When was the last not. time you went to a zoo? I went to the zoo for like the the lights in the park thing. So the Bronx Zoo. Yes. Is that right? <laughs> is that correct? That's cute. The, there is a zoo called the Bronx. Yes. Wait, there's, where are you going? There's Bron- I'm, I'm in the Bronx Zoo. Bronx Zoo, Central Park Zoo. We got two zoos. We got new zoo review. Who in the right mind thought a zoo in Central Park was a good idea? Who in the right mind thought Central Park was a great idea? You know what? It was like, wasn't it John John Q. Rockefeller gave this land to the city and said, you got to make it pretty. We have to create a space that where people feel safe having anal out in the open and uh, and clearly doing meth. Make it hilly. So it's not really that enjoyable. <laughs> make it a little bit of a challenge, you know, and put a castle in the middle. That's what I want. People are like, are you high? No, no, no. And then put a zoo in. Yeah, a zoo. Put less rum in Mr. Rockefeller's drink. Any more Coke next time, please? Yeah, here's what I want. Here's what I want. Okay, I'm going to give you guys a big plot of land. Okay, I mean, here's what you got to put in. Ice skating rink. Ooh, I put a rink in it. Yeah. And uh, what do we got to do with you? What's safe? What feels safe? Where, where can people and lions roam? The country? Oh, zoo! We're going to put a zoo in the middle of New York City. And uh, what else have we got? I would love it if the animals broke out of the zoo. How are we that far from that really happening? It's shocking to me that that is not a story that happens on the weekly here. Yeah. Or that someone has broken into the zoo to let the animals out. I remember that there was an urban rodeo when I lived in Queens, and the bull got loose on the streets of Queens. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. That was a good day. That's That was a fun day to live like there. That's like turning the corner and like, Ugh, I can't believe this day couldn't get any worse. <laughs> fuck the- is that? <laughs> the fuck is that? I mean, the thing is You're now- wearing all red. You've just come, <laughs> you just come back from I a- am all red. <laughs> I have a sunburn. My like, hair's done. Like, oh shit. And if I move fast, it's like a cape. Oh God. Oh God. Then the Betty Hill theme song plays. <laughs> You're going zigzag up the street. Which is only making it worse. Right. In and out of stores. And it's following you. Oh, my God. Go down to the R train. (laughs) The worst part is now I feel so dead inside that if I saw a bull running down Northern Boulevard, I I wouldn't be shocked. I'd literally just be like, whatever. Is the L train running? Let me explain to you something that happened today. And I know this is crass. I just pressed Oh, no. But we don't do crass things on a show. This is really like next level. So, Jennifer and I, okay, love of my life here, yeah, went for a normal walk. And we walked past American Buffalo through Wicked. Oh, I was like, what's American Buffalo? I thought it was a restaurant. uh, We we ordered uh, (laughs) two American Buffaloes and Bronx Horse Burger. This is a delicious place. (laughs) This is amazing. So, we walked through there. And we're coming through the Times Square Church, which, wow, that is something. What is that? I what, don't know, but it's there's next usually to that McDonald's, right? And there's usually like homeless people in front. Yeah. Um, and then we're walking uh, towards like this trash can, a normal trash can, and I see this thing, and it looks like it looks like a giant uh, 
plastic bottle had melted, but it was dark. Oh, God, I'm already scared. I'm so scared. And I'm like, what is that? Or like one of those things that fall, you know, when they sell like African art on the street. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that random thing. So that's what it looks like in front of the, in the trash can, right okay. in front of it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And Jenny's like walking past it. I'm like, uh, and it's like unusually manicured as if formed. Uh-huh. Like in Ghost, like someone had just like a, a like you know. sculpted it. Right, it is human refuse that is straight up, like this water glass. Uh uh-uh. uh Like twelve inches, thick as a a, <laughs> a, 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 a a two liter. Like a molten lava cake. And as if someone had smoothed out the surfaces. What the hell it. is that? What and is I that about? I'm like. And like dark as like dark chocolate. How do you? <laughs> I'm like mes- I'm like, what the? Because f- at first I'm like, what the fuck is that? Then I'm like, oh no, oh no. And it's then it's like too late. You're like you've already seen the accident, and now you're investigating. Okay, a why didn't you take a picture so that I? Have I was more? going to, but then I thought it was going to be gross. Okay, it, oh, that's going to be gross. You know like what? That's- Don't worry, Aaron. It's still there. No <laughs> one's cleaning up my neighborhood. <laughs> I'll find it. Could you go back and take a snap a shot for me? Because that's tacky. Not the shitting in the actual thing, which, you know, bravo to them. Because if, was it one of these, like, not one of the, clearly well, not one of the newer trash cans where you have to, like, pull a lid it back. Is. And what? It's How? One, it's right next to that. It's, it's not even, it's just in front of it. As if someone's like, oh. I give this as tribute. Oh, I nominate as tribute this mm-hmm. extra large turd. I don't straight up. Okay, so it's not a it's not a circle. <laughs> what if that's what the song was originally about? Shoot. Straight up now, tell me, do you really want to poop there, fr- Paula? Can you? Okay, stop. We're gonna change that. We're just gonna. I'm sorry. We tried. Go to the original lyrics. Okay, love. You want me to say love? I guess that'll work. Okay. Uh, that is. So in my mind, it was like an old school trash can where somebody clearly like no. one foot on. <clears throat> One foot on ten, one foot on two, and then went no. to town. If if you know anything about the neighborhood now, it's someone had probably leaned up against it and it was addicted to it looks like an unhealthy person. <laughs> Why are you analyzing it like Laura Dern in Jurassic Park? Because it's not berries. It's not normal. Berries. Mm, berries. <laughs> There's berries different. around here. These are leaf eaters. Because it is literally so like it's like a I, I can't even find anything in this room to be see your little Tiki at the top, right next. See that? Yeah, that no, size. Matt, right. Go to the nose. Oh, oh that is substantial. But smooth out the sides. What's the smoothing about? It's, what is the I smoothing? They, I wonder if they held it. I pictured Richard Dreyfus in Close Encounters, uh-huh. where he's doing the stuff with the mashed potatoes. Something like that. Do you think that that's what happened? Have you seen the people in our in my neighborhood? Absolutely. Right. So, what, does it even? Nothing should shock me anymore. I would wonder then how he cleaned his hands. I don't know. (laughs) Well, maybe it was Patrick Swayze. And he cleaned it. And Demi Moore. Yeah. Can you imagine he's just like sculpting it going, Oh, my love, my darling. And he thinks that someone is behind him helping him. We never know. Good for him. Oh, Oh, it's so good to be alive, isn't it? We have to talk about something not New York City related. I love New York. This is because this is why we have to go traveling right now. It is time for us to get away from the city 
so we can see how other people are living again. Like we can just get, this is cause like our stories, do you realize how tight our stories have become? Like they really just encompass five categories yes. of like what has happened in our week because all you ever have for material is what is in front of your face. That's mm-hmm. what you draw from. Correct. And if you are never leaving the garbage fire, how can you see that other places are not on fuego outside of you? I feel like one of those caged animals in Central Park. Exactly. It's time to run out of the park, to terrorize some people, and to bring our New York City rage elsewhere. I spared no expense. I... I I'm very excited. You know, Jules and I, especially, look, we taped these in advance, so I'll have stories to tell you when I return. Yes. We're going away. We're going into the woods. My Jules needs this because he doesn't understand. He is so citified in that, like, when you live here a little too long and when you work in the city a little too much and you don't ever have a break from it, your natural tempo is like, like 100%. He walks so fast, but he also has little turned out feet. So he's tearing through the crotches of all of his pants. That is how much friction he is creating when he walks. His balls must be, <laughs> you know, like, the, like uh, what's a heated ball? A heated ball? Heated balls. Like a they must ball? be just so, yes, exactly. Little tiny cannonballs in his pants, just like rah, 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 rolling around, creating friction. His, he's got acid crotch and it's eating through his clothes. He has to leave the city and he has to relax. I hear you. Do you hear the tempo of my voice? Yes. Yeah. We got, you got to get out. You got to get I'm out. stressing out my throat right now. Okay. All right. Ready? Then relax it. Mm. Get aligned. Do you want to do it vocally? What? Ha. <sighs> you sound like Anne Hathaway. Ha <sighs> No. Not doing it. Does it really sound like Anne Hathaway's voice? It sounds like some shit that she would do. I'm just vocalizing you guys. Ha ha. I used ha. to do this before um I won my Academy Award for Lemon Throb. Thank you so much. I didn't know you guys would like this movie so much. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. I don't Nobody know how did. this happened. It was a slow year. Take your little trophy and get off the stage no, don't do anything else get out of here pixie cut <laughs> welcome to dear pod the comedy advice podcast i'm your host david allen Greer. and i'm mary magdalene and we're coming to you from the maha bar in the beautiful pineapple ranch can i hear it oh yeah sweet release one of those old toilets that's not concerned about water conservation correct yes and this will make sense as i tell you our theme in a minute but in the meantime i'm also going to say this week like all weeks we're bringing you the advice articles of ann landers and dear abby we're loading them in a cannon and aiming them at baseball fans and then shooting them in their face mom we're reading their articles damn it that's what we do every week. So follow us on your social medias. What are you waiting for? Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. Check out our f- website, dearpodofficial.com, where you can binge every last episode. Hey, do you know we accept your questions? And if you email us, one of them may get answered on the air by one of us two unqualified individuals. Well, now you do. So email us, dear Pod Official. At gmail.com, gmail.com, that's right. Or as my phone wants to keep correcting it whenever I text someone my email address, C-mail, apparently. I don't oh, know I why. But we're at gmail, dearpodofficial at gmail. 
Check out the YouTube page. And finally, but most importantly, our Patreon, patreon.com slash official, where for a mere three or five dollars a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, like happy birthday wishes, recipes, uh, frontal nudes, backle nudes. Upple down old nudes. It's like a baccalaureate. Baccalaureate. That's what it means. A baccalaureate. Ah, baccalaureate. It's, isn't that just basically bachelorette? Bachel- Do you have a bachelorette? In- no, I guess that doesn't make sense. I guess it's not. You know what I'm trying to make sense of? It's like when B. Arthur said the word diaper and she had pronounced every single letter in it. It explains the urge I get to sometimes diaper your head. That's what she did once upon a time. When? An episode. I don't know. Old Golden Girls episode. I could recite them in my sleep. It will probably be my final words on my deathbed is like something from something from Golden Girls. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes, please. So check it out. Patreon.com slash official. Now, there's a reason I gave you the flush today. That's because this week's theme is, get excited, our favorite ever, toilets and toilet paper. Two things that that person who gave you the canter did not have. Correct. Sculpted, beautiful, perfect. You don't step away from the artwork until you feel like it's done. Do you have a toilet paper preference? Are you a snob? Uh, I am not a snob. I am really adaptable. And I think that's because when I was, I grew up with a one, I grew up in a one ply house. Oh God. Yes. And I also grew up in a time when, you went to school and they had the individual brown pieces of paper. What? You, you didn't have this? No, I don't. It's almost like third like world a country napkin? toilet paper. Oh, I wish it were that soft. Well, a napkin is individual. What do you mean? There are individual in my going up in my elementary school and beyond. They were brown, individual. I would say pieces of paper. They were that stiff. They had a stiffness to them. It's almost like somebody took a lunch bag and cut it up mm-hmm. and stacked it, and that was our toilet paper. It was brown, and it was individually sliced. Maybe you had an in- a very creative art teacher, and that was like her. Who worked for all the school systems? Or maybe just yours. No, because it followed us up into high school. Well, I think they did not trust children to to have a role of something. That it was much harder to make a mess when you could only use one little piece at a time. And it was the most uncomfortable, like, would give you paper cuts on your ass. Horrible non-toilet paper paper. Mm, Okay. It was just paper. It was an actual paper. Okay. When I think about that, oh, God. Like loose leaf. Yes, it was a loose leaf stacked. I can't be the only one. Dearpotofficial at gmail.com. Come on, reach out to me. Somebody tell me. That you grew up in a time and place. And it's not like I, I'm from 1920. It's not like there was a, a big paper, the big paper shortage of 1936. There was no reason for this. But we did not have rolls of comfy toilet paper. And then to go home to a one-ply house was just... It's like child abuse. It is child abuse. And, and the amount of cuts I have in my nether regions from all of these things. And the one-ply house, we grew up with Scott's paper. Tissue, you know, like yeah, yeah. Scott's toilet tissue, which yeah. if you've ever used that, that's yeah. like tissue. the lowest common denominator. Like you should not be able to feel your hand. Correct. While you are wiping. 
Here's the thing that I, you know, a lot of bathrooms have the, um, the, the, the dispenser built into the tile, right? Which is from a different time. Oh, okay. Right. So like, it's kind of, or like an extension of the tile. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, now that we are in this, uh, Wally world Uh where we do everything in bulk, we can't just have like a normal roll of toilet paper. We have to have like a mega roll, which then if you put it in, you can't actually roll it out because the weight of the roll gets lodged against the wall and then you're just pulling it out piece by piece. It's wedged, yeah. Right, so then you have to touch the entire paper, which defeats the purpose of sanitation. Oh, yeah. Because then you're touching Because then you're doing the squeeze thing where you have to take it and squeeze it and move it at the same time to try to roll, try to move things forward. So you've just basically contaminated the entire roll, despite the fact of the plume contamination of when you flush the toilet and it goes all over your Do you know ever since we did that story we had a question this was like when we first started doing the pod and someone asked a question about toilet about um toothbrushes Uh being in the bathroom so you and i did a deep dive pun intended Mm -hmm. and we discovered that there is such a thing as the toilet plume where when you flush there are particles released into the air which it's like logic it makes sense it 100 percent. ever since then i hide my toothbrush do you know where it is it's in the wall. Okay. I mean, I'm very lucky because... I don't know we, if you like... It was like an, a daily thing. Like, I don't know where it's like on the ceiling or it's behind a light fixture. I like to start my day off with a puzzle. Like an Easter egg hunt. Like a riddle. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. That's sweet. You got to hide your, your TP. I'm in a hurry. Oh, my God. So, ever since that episode where somebody asked us about that and we did that... Oh, it was because somebody sent us a picture and there was like a chair in the in the bathroom with them. Right. Like if you wanted to get a coach in there or somebody to give you a you little You can support. do it. <laughs> I can't, I push, can't. Push, you take a breath. Push. Look me in the eyes. You're going to be almost, fine. You're almost done. You're going to be good. That's like uh, when we went on, we went to the Formula One and for some reason our hotel room had a fainting sofa across from the toilet. A mm. full couch. So you could have like a small family in there with you. Someone's got to clean that. Why Why would you put that in there as a design? I, I mean, know. Lord knows how many times have I fainted in a bathroom. Maybe I shouldn't knock it until I've tried it. Jane Mansfield's bathroom was covered in shag. Ew! On the walls, up the tub. How do you know this? I did a deep dive on Jane Mansfield the other day <laughs> in, her, in her mansion. Did you put in toilets in Jane Mansfield? No, it's like one of the first things that pops up other than her heart-shaped... Um, uh, Pool is her bathroom. It's like it's like like a this pink carpeted palace. bathroom, not carpet shag. So oh. someone has to clean that. Oh my god, that's horrifying! The plume particles. Seriously. You know what? I think that was like a generational thing, or you know, I don't just know. like because if you if you've ever been to uh, Graceland, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure the kitchen is carpeted. That's obscene. You see. But, but we didn't make the right choices back then. It doesn't matter. Anything where you're cooking and like food or water is near it. Or feces. Fat. Thank you. Anytime. Um, seems like a just seemed like a not sanitary logic. Terry way to live. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Do you have a toilet paper preference? I don't like thin. I don't like to see through it. I don't like when it comes apart in your hand. I don't. Okay. I don't like it when it separates in your hand if it's two ply. But it's really 
it's not it says it's two ply but it's like i'm just kidding it's just a gentle it's two half ply. ply like one half and it actually equates to one okay snaky snakes right, right okay but that gives the illusion of like oh i'm rich oh but i'm not i'm fancy yeah, uh, it's like shears, not drapes. I want drapes for toilet paper. Oh, do shears. you? You need something durable. Well, it's got to stand up to you. It really does. And I mean, I'm booty. like a salad shooter. Exactly. So, so it's like... I go to the bathroom a lot. My stomach's irritated all I feel the time. bad for every roll of toilet paper that comes into your house. Why? Because it's like... It They're like, it's, it's my going. turn. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. my turn. Uh, you've been working out all year for this, guys. Come on, you can do it. I'm really the role of 18. We're going to Patty's house. Yes, yes. American Gladiator. I benched 260 over my head. I'm ready for him. <laughs> As opposed to when I, well, when I went back to visit Moth that time and she was like, oh, so I know you're coming. Uh, I made chicken salad and I put out the good toilet paper and... And so she puts out the good toilet paper when I go home. Congratulations. I know, which makes me definitely say, what do you use when I'm not here? Your hand? I feel like we've talked about toilet paper before with the Charmin bears. Oh, yeah. So maybe this isn't, this is not a new topic to us, but it's a new topic to our articles. Yes. Which are toilet and toilet paper related. Let's just... Let's dive into the deep end. All right. The Miami News, Miami, Florida, February 15th, 1980. Toilet paper tightwad has mother-in-law upset. Dear Abby, what would you think of a daughter-in-law telling you at the dinner table that she thought you used too much toilet tissue? She said this right in front of her husband, my son. I told her I'd be happy to buy her some more toilet paper tissue if she was low on it, but she insisted she had plenty. She just resented my extravagance. This same daughter-in-law informed me shortly after her baby was born they would have to telephone a week in advance for an appointment to see the baby. Meanwhile, her mother runs in and out whenever she feels like it. I'm not a difficult mother-in-law, Abby. I have another daughter-in-law with whom I get along beautifully. I am so upset about the way I've been treated that I am considering selling my property and using the money to travel and enjoy myself instead of leaving everything to my two sons. I'm a widow, only 56, and am considered quite well-to-do. Signed, no name, please. Oh. Dear no name, if it's necessary to sell your property in order to travel and live it up, sell it. Just keep enough to ensure your your future security. P.S. Widows would be wise to discuss their financial matters with the trust officer of their banks rather than their children. P.O. Box 568, <laughs> um, uh, Sheboygan, Illinois. I can't, it's Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Oh, um, so, okay, that's fine too. I c- can you imagine being like, if Jim was like, Moth, I think, did you use half a roll? Do you know that this happened to me? Oh, no. <laughs> but to me, I... Go on. And that's why I wrote a quick, scathing little note over here while you're talking. Uh, when I first moved to the city, <coughs> I lived with my boyfriend, and we also had another roommate, because that's what you do when you're 21 and you're trying to survive in New York City mm-hmm. and not pay $5 million. And this roommate, I've known for years. We went to college together. And I don't think he's ever lived with a female before. Females require more toilet paper. Fact. Because when you guys take a whiz, you're just shaking and going. You're not wiping. Correct. Maybe you are. I don't know. No, unless there's some pus or something or blood. I mean, yeah. Clean it up before the boys see. Yeah. But 
we, we just need more toilet paper. We have more bits and bobs and pieces and folds and things like that to clean up. Yeah, it's like an erector set. Yeah, exactly. You got to get in the corners, yeah, you, you know? Do. Really, just get a hose in there. Yeah. And he, he was like, you use so much toilet paper. Can you stop using so much toilet paper? To the point where he literally was like, you only need like eight squares. If you can just, while you're sitting there, just only do, I was like, wait a minute. You are trying to control my TP intake and output and literally trying to tell me how to wipe my ass by telling me how many squares to use. Like, he was like, it should only take eight to ten. I was like, no. You're like, listen, I had Chipotle for lunch and dinner. I had pico de gallo, both lunch and dinner, and I had a spicy margarita. I cannot possibly use just eight squares. I'm going to have to use eight rolls. And if I may be so crass, what if your ladies arrives? Good luck. Do you want it to look like a crime scene in there? No, you don't. And I assume ladies means your period? Yeah. I tried to make it, you know, because we don't want to be crass on this show. No. Uh, So there's multiple ladies? Yes. Let's paint this town, (laughs) ladies. (laughs) That's what I call them when they're released and it's like, literally paint this town. Come on, I'm getting my ladies. Why do you think they call them pink ladies? It's like the um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills right now, since they're all dressed in red. <gasps> yes, exactly. Yes. And or I'm going to run out this to- toilet. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to just paint this thing from side to side, and Gross. and it's going to. You ever see the movie The Staircase with Tony? I'm going to Tony Collette in this bathroom. Wow. Women require more toilet paper, and it was like my first you know, experience with mansplaining on a level that you could not possibly, you do not understand. I remember sitting there in like complete shock when he was trying to rationalize how many squares of toilet paper I should use. And I was like, next time I'll invite you in. I'll you just should. invite you in the bathroom. Yeah. And I Coach was like, me through it. You're he like, is I, got, I got this chair for you. Wait until he has this back in the day, I thought I was like, wait until he lives with a girlfriend or he has a wife, and and let's just see, let's just see if this argument holds up in a court of law. Supreme Court, oh, eight sorry. squares for everybody. Whoops. If you're a lady, <laughs> whoops, not that I'm too sensitive about it. Isn't that? But this is this hits close to home for me. Yeah, no, I get it. Literally happened. Oh, oh my god. Oh. All right, let's get you an article going. What do you say? Yeah. This one comes from the Park City Daily News, Bowling Green, Kentucky, September 26th, 1977. Toilet paper letters getting out of hand! (laughs) Dear readers, remember the reader who was having an argument with her sister-in-law about the proper way to set up toilet tissue? She was certain the right way was with the paper coming from the top over the roll. Her sister-in-law insisted the paper should come down under the roll. I sided with her sister-in-law because that's the way my mother did it. Actually, I very nearly didn't print the letter because it seemed so inconsequential. Well, folks, I couldn't have been more mistaken. In short order, I was bombarded with letters from the four corners, including Samoa, Guadalajara, Athens, and Mexico City. I had no idea so many people cared about toilet paper. Here's a sampling of what turns people on these days. So there's like a million of them, but I'll only read you like one. Several. Yes, I'll just read like five or six, guys. <laughs> Dear Ann Landers, that, paper, that letter signed paper crazy really got to me. I don't know why your mother thought it was best to have the paper come to cl- down close to the wall. I'll bet you never had any cats or dogs in your house. 
Well, we do. Two of each. And if we ever let the toilet paper hang down even two squares, it would be all over the place. The little darlings just love to drag the stuff around. So rethink your answer, dearie. Signed, Tidy in Tallahassee. So I inverted it, obviously, this week, Mm because she clearly got like 12 letters about toilet paper. Now, ever since you came to our house, and you said, overhand, I have changed my stance on how I place toilet paper in the holder. I never cared. I didn't care one way or the other. Over, under, top, bottom, black, white, do your thing. Okay. But then you said, oh, it's over. Because of something sanitary. Right. But like who, how does that work, not work the other way around? Why is it not sanitary if it's under? Because what you'd be doing, you'd be pulling from the bottom. Yeah. Right. Whereas you're pulling from the top, pull the top across. I like like that you think that I'm that neat when it comes to toilet paper. Do you even know what happens in there to me? I'm like, just rip it. Just use the whole roll. Just take the actual. I'll use like the the center of the roll. Well, also because then the toilet paper is then hanging against the wall, which probably has dirt or whatever on it. And then you're doing that against your ass. But how is that not hitting it on the upside? You know what I'm saying? It's going to get it. It's going to touch the wall either way you cut it. It all depends on how, like, how... How thick it is? Yeah. How thick is your roll? I don't know. Do you have a bidet installed? Yes. It's like a flushy or whatever it's called. I got one of those for my jewels as a joke for Christmas. He uses it all the time. I don't have a tushy because it doesn't fit. So we tushy. got something else. Yes, that's it. Because we have a very narrow space. So surprisingly, it didn't work. Do you use it a lot? I do. I do. I um, actually have ranch or cheese. Some people have <laughs> hot or cold. I just have... Ranch or cheese, or ranch or blue cheese coming through instead That's of rough. water. That's rough. Okay. Yeah. So there's like two tubs of cheese. On or Cholula. Side. Okay. Right. Yeah. Wow, right in the right in the bingo hole. Yeah. Okay. Because you never know. I, I I don't understand the bidet. What do you mean? And I've been in places that have bidets. Like I. What well, don't you understand? It cleans. I well. don't. I. Well, first it's of like all, it's like a car wash for your asshole. Young. <laughs> uh huh. But so so like five guys suddenly descend on it and do it by hand and finish me off. <laughs> Sometimes that's my car wash. Uh, that's, that's my what that's my vacation. Exactly. Why sure. leave the house? So young Jules installed the tushy. Uh huh. Again, totally purchases a joke. It is one of his most used items. Yeah. But I don't understand the mechanics of how it works because I was like, let me try this, and I shot myself. So it was so hard. Like you have it to be had, gentle with it. The water pressure was insane. You ha- again, you have to be gentle. But like, how is there a half way of pressing a button? You figure it out. I, you finger it out. You finger it out. <laughs> I don't know. Just that like some I people can... don't like to be like jackhammered. You figure it well, out. Well, but that's it. I now I've had one bad experience, and I don't want to go back. I, yeah, but I, just you have to remember how pleasurable it can be. Yeah, but then do you drip dry? You can, or you can use, you know, the toilet paper. But then do you end from... up using toilet paper anyway? Isn't the whole point of this thing to not use toilet paper? That and to get you irrigated. You know, you don't want to leave anything inside. You don't want to leave a snack inside Ew, the chamber. Like a chunky bar? Yeah, like a chunky's back and his back and Like before. snow caps? Yeah, you Goobers. don't want to leave. Yeah, you just want to make sure that everything, all the weeds are out. Oh, Okay. Maybe I'll try the tushy one more time. You should. But there also seems to be a science. Tushy baby, one more time. <laughs> tushy baby, one more time. 
Christi- would you? I mean, Brittany, would you sell that? song to tushy no to that's you. more of a christina can you do that to one of her songs let's instead? be real it's a britney i know but christina's hawking oreos so something's not right britney's not far behind uh, hit me tushy one more time. if she's smart she'd do it i'm worried about her i don't know her very well britney yeah what i know is what i see online oh well and i've seen too much okay good fair you got an article yes i do <clears throat> Tushy baby. Tushy baby. That was Amy Grant. (laughs) Tushy baby is bigger than the ocean. I need some more toilet paper for the pushing. Stop for a minute. Baby, Baby, wipe me one more time. This is from the Atlanta Constitution, Atlanta, Georgia, May 22nd, 1995. Dear Abby, please don't think I'm weird for asking this question, but where do jet planes flush their commodes? (gasps) With so many daily flights and thousands of passengers, this must be a big problem for the airlines. If the commodes are flushed in flight, which states do they dump on? No, I'm not flushing New York. I am Lenoir, Tad Gun, Balmoria, (laughs) Texas. Why do I feel like you just had a stroke? (laughs) Because there's so many names. Pick a name, goddammit. <laughs> no, I'm not flushing New York. I am dot, 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 Lenoy, parentheses, Tad, Gun, Balmoria, Texas. Oh, uh, it, uh, you know what? Don't Let's try. It's fine. Dear Tad, I asked John Austin, director of media relations for with Northwest Airlines. After he stopped laughing, he explained... <laughs> There is a holding tank in the bottom of the plane for human waste. When the plane lands, a hose is attached to the tank to drain the contents into a truck with a septic tank. The truck then disposes of the waste as a regular municipal waste in accordance with the city's regulations. That's what I assumed. So if a plane crashes, is there not (gasps) a giant field of human feces? Just a big skid mark. (sighs) I never even thought about that. Wow, this this wreck smells like shit. Well, funny enough. That's wow, the, uh... I, I'm surprised they couldn't find the Malaysia flight then, if that's the case. If you're leaving a streak behind like that, oh, that's rough. Because well, didn't that was in the water? No, it just disappeared, didn't it? Well, yeah, but sometimes not all turds float. Mm. Says there you. you have it. That. For a split second when you read that, I was like, oh, my God, how do they get rid of it? Like, I panicked for a minute. Could you imagine if you live by an airfield and they just, like, release the toilet water as they go up or as they come down? Or every time you went to the bathroom, it just shot out the plane? It actually explains Newark. Well, 100%. Well, that's probably what happens there. (laughs) Why do you think they have to redo LaGuardia? (laughs) This place looks like shit. Well, I'll tell you what happened. (laughs) Funny story. (laughs) Do you have a little time? And some drinks? Oh, God. Do you ever get on a plane, though, with a non-working toilet? No. I try not to use the bathroom. Same. If I I don't have to, I won't. I don't like to get up, number one, Mm -hmm. um, because I normally don't like to crawl through anybody. I don't like to stand in line. That's the worst. There's like a shame to it. Well, it's I just ha- I just have you know, there's too many people like watching, so I already have that kind of like social anxiety. Yep, yep. And then if you go and it stinks, and <gasps> then I went to the bathroom once and the door didn't lock properly, so someone came in. Oh no! So, oh no! Oh no! It's the stink factor for me, and 
I never want to lay That's claim stink to for anything. Me, dog. Exactly. <laughs> Here's the thing. If I'm on like a Here's tight a situation like that, like a plane or whatever, and I go into a bathroom and there's a clear stank in there, I will come out and I will not like it, it's not a he who smelt it dealt it situation. It's like I just want to let you know whatever happened in there did not come from me. Well, also, what if you have like the Leaning Tower of Pisa and it doesn't go down? That is my biggest nightmare. Like you just did, like you know. That is a ghost going to another person's house and by or ghost, being I in mean a situation. Pottery. Yes, where you, but like where you, life happens and you can't control it, and then it won't go down. I think that if there's a purgatory and I go to it. It's that's it's going to be a Starbucks restroom. Yes, where where people are waiting and there's a line mm-hmm. and, the, and like water's no rising, ventilation. temperatures rising, and your turds are just floating. Now I don't know if he's going to use this story, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. Okay. Uh, this is the most disgusting story my Jules has ever shared with me, and we were dating when he told me, okay. which is upsetting. And I still stuck around because this I was like, like the along came Polly. Yes. Pretty similar. It was doesn't happen on my watch. Okay. But he said back when he was with the ex-wife, they were somewhere. I don't know what it was. But basically, the long and the short was he had his usual delicate stomach attack. And he um, laid some serious pipe in a bathroom. <laughs> and then there was the panic factor that it wouldn't. He tried to flush it. It wouldn't go down. Old Queens, New York plumbing. Crappy, literally. Mm-hmm. So he panicked. And he didn't have a choice in his mind. And he started to, with his hands, remove the blockage. He put a towel on the floor and a whole bunch of toilet paper and had to take his contents out of the toilet and transfer it to the paper towels and and toilet. I mean, uh. I'm towels. Like, I'm like nom yo reke kyo right. I know, I know, but uh, the the whole thing is just that you need to know. At one point, he says that as he was doing it, he actually stopped to do one of those weighing things. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like when you go to pick up a melon or whatever, and you just sort of like feel the weight of it and be like, two point five. <laughs> well, then what did he do with it? Just it was just when he was transferring it. To so where? he's transferring it from the toilet to. Like where all the towels were laid out on the floor or whatever. So as he's transferring it, just for a millisecond, just stopped and went like that. (laughs) What was he going to do with it while it's on the towel? I don't know. I think he just wanted to. It's a sickeningly satisfying thing where you're like, look what you just did. Like sometimes don't you poop so much that you're like, I should invite people in here because this is something. But what's he doing with it on the towel? Is it like an alien? Well, it was to get it out so that he could like remove the clog, essentially. And I don't know where the plunger was in all this. Then does he put it back in the toilet and flush it again? He never and got that if, far in the story. I think so, I blacked out. Then what out. happens to the towel? It was burn the towel. What happens to the whole apartment? Burn the apartment. I would have moved. Why do you think he got a divorce? Probably that. <laughs> Probably that. Burn the wife. <laughs> Hey everybody, James Jules Ferris here. At this point, I need to stop the story to clarify a few things. Okay, she got it right for the most part. But let's be clear about a few things. First of all, I put gloves on. So for some reason, I had surgical gloves underneath the uh, sink at that point. I put surgical gloves on and I laid down newspaper. That's what she's forgetting. It wasn't towels. It was newspaper. 
And yes, I I created a big prize that day. So when I actually had the uh, the guts to actually uh, remove it from said uh, toilet bowl, I did in fact have a moment of going, oh, okay, that's how much it is. And no, I didn't reflush it. I wrapped it up in the newspaper and threw it out down the street in some other neighbor's uh, garbage can outside because, you know, that's how we roll in Long Island City, New York. Back to the pod. He left Queens and then he started dating me when I lived in Queens. No wonder he didn't want to come back and visit. I can't. I actually can't go in your neighborhood. You don't go back to the scene of the crime. No. Unless you're a serial killer. Hey, hit me. It's you. Oh, fuck. Is it really? Uh-huh. Really? Already? We're at the fourth? Yeah. Thank God. Here we go. Oh, my God. We do this, and then we have weeks off. Are you ready? Yes. This one comes from the Calgary Herald. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Because they can't ever just be from one place, you know. Of course. March 26, 1979. Toilet lid check not returned. Dear Adlanders, I read recently that a new utility charge for sewer use, also known as the flush tax, made a woman in Peoria, of course she's from Peoria, sure. so mad she paid her bill by check, written on her toilet seat lid. It was in the amount of $33.56. The woman printed the name of the bank on the lid, also her account number, the amount, $33.56, and signed her name. The bank officials were less than thrilled with this gimmick, but declared her check was legally acceptable. To demonstrate their displeasure, however, the bank refused to send her the canceled check in the mail with her monthly statement. She was told to come and pick it up. There were two lawyers at our dinner table the other night, and they disagreed as to whether or not the bank was within its legal rights. We decided to ask Ann Landers. Great idea. Signed, perplexed in P... Aurea. Dear Perp, I decided the best authority was a banker, so I went to the legal department of the largest bank in the country, Bank of America. Here's the word from San Francisco. Since there is no legal precedence, there is no law to cover this situation. The bank, however, is under no obligation to return a check written on a toilet seat lid since it would impose an unnecessary hardship. The woman made her point. She should not expect an extra extra bonus of deluxe service. Ayan. Okay. She wrote it on her toilet seat lid and sent the lid out. Good for her. That is the exact kind of George Costanza move that I would make at this point. Okay. You're going to charge me to flush? I'm going to send you this... Light pink American standard lid. Which, by the way, we have very durable toilets here at the Pineapple Ranch, don't oh, you think? Good. Well, we, I don't, I mean, I've never been on a fight. You've experienced them? Well, I mean, I've never been on a, I've been on a really low toilet. Here? No, in general. I don't really, I'm, I've never been angry at a toilet. No, she wasn't angry at the toilet. She was angry at, it, it's not, it's not you, it's the dirt. Uh, oh. She was angry at the town for charging her to flush her toilet, essentially. No, I understand that, tank. but you just said that you have very... Good one, toilets. Right. But, yes. Yes, but I've never met a toilet I didn't like. True. Because oh, that's a lie. Then you clearly never went to Japan because Correct. I met some toilets over there that... Oof, Are you they either human get, toilets? 
there's there's you either you have the choice of either a hole in the ground mm-hmm. or a toilet so deluxe it is smarter than you and there's yeah. no in between there's no standard toilet you're either squatting over a hole how do you know that's not like a fox Or it's hole? doing your taxes. Like, oh. that's the kind of smart these toilets are. What if are? you squatted over a hole and, like, something came out and then went into your hole? It is my biggest nightmare. It, that is honest to God. We joke, but don't you have a fear? You're squatting over a hole into the unknown. And just I just watched this. season four of Stranger okay, Things. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I'm not squatting in any hole at all. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a real person <laughs> or a hole in the yard, I'm not doing it. But... It's supposed to be the best way to go to the bathroom for, quote unquote, maximum evacuation. I understand. I hear what you're saying. I'm not going to go out to someone's yard and shit in a hole. But if you're in another country, Uh I'm telling you, I landed in Japan. Uh I went to the bathroom and I had a choice of either the Rolls Royce of toilets or a hole in the ground. Absolutely not. And those are your two choices. But there were multiples of both. Like if you, would you prefer the squat or would you prefer the Bentley? Listen, I'm not Mary Lou Retton, so I don't know if I could stand or squat in that position for a really long time until I'm done. Also, wouldn't it require essentially like wearing a skirt? Like it it doesn't make a, you'd have to like remove a pant leg to really get in the position you need. I've been in enough bathrooms that usually the floor is wet at some point. Oh, so I, I don't want my clothing. Well, that assumes that you're, oh, I thought you were going to say your balls. My clothing is anywhere near someone else's evacuation or urine yeah. or what have you. That is the thing about if I'm a woman wearing like a jumpsuit or a one piece. You have to ball it up in your hand. You have to get naked. Yeah, no. And you have to, to maneuver it in a way where the sleeves of your outfit do not dangle onto the floor of the bathroom. Okay, this, this is just not right. But this is the this topic. This is against God's plan. But this is our topic. I understand what it is, Aaron. We have to lean into it. We have to squat over I it. I guess so. We have to let it happen. Use your abs and the, uh, the support brackets to help you out. But let me tell you, until you go to a country where that's an option. No. It, until you're face-to-face with the hole in the ground. I don't understand why they just don't have some kind of vacuum that you hook it up to your butt and it sucks <laughs> it out for I you. I know, like the, um, like the astronauts. Yeah. That's Suck what they up. have. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it be so great? And then it will all be contained. And That's clean. the future. It's basically like a bidet. It's just like, you know, it's like, you know, someone that, like a leaf blower for your butt, but in reverse. Yes. Uh, the vacuum. Yeah. A little suction. Yeah. What, of, of all the things that Elon Musk could give, give to the world with his money and his resources, He's this really is the one thing out. I want. Stop shooting yourself into space and figure out how you can create a nice sealed contained a nice clean hole yeah think about there would be no smell factor there'd be no more need for that weird vanilla spray yeah no poopery poopery i mean it would shutter a whole industry well you know you got to break some eggs to make an omelet (laughs) (laughs) you got to break some ass to make an omelet speaking of ass breaking should we call my mother yes hooray and now it's time for the moth report it's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. Do it to it. That's right. It's time to call my mother. Time to call my mother and find out what kind of ply she's using today. I guarantee you it's one ply because we have a septic system. It's going to upset the septic system. Hello? 
Hello, how are you? What? What? I'm fine. Pardon me, I'm all just finishing. Sound? I'm chewing. <laughs> I'm chewing a chip. Oh, oh, oh my, my god. It's like surround mm. sound. Listen to her. Mm. It's delicious. <laughs> what kind of how chip are is you? it? <laughs> what, Patty just asked what kind of chips you're eating. Oh, it's so good. They're actually pita chips, but they've been, I think, deep fried in something. You know, <laughs> probably my cholesterol's through the roof, but what the heck? It's summertime, right? Yeah. No one yeah. dies during the summer. I know. <laughs> Who needs health when it's nice out? You know what I mean? I do. I know. <laughs> Arteries don't weather, clog. The weather's nice. So, <laughs> oh wow! Well, that was it. She she achieved her goal, but that wasn't the question we were going to come out and ask you first and foremost. Are you oh, done? Well. well, first of all, are you done chewing your pita chip? I'm done. I and today's topic. <laughs> today's <laughs> topic to go. is toilets and toilet papier. Toilet what? Paper. Paper. Oh, oh yes. Paper. Well, there's there's the good stuff. And there's the stuff that you have to use when you have a septic system, Told which ya. is what we, which you complain about all the time. But hey, it dissolves. What can I say? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> it dissolves hey, in your first. hand. If That's you go the problem. In there, then, then, then a toilet can be your best friend or your worst enemy. <laughs> because back at home, one one day your father went out and. I, I heard a huge bang and I went in and my toilet had exploded and the, and the water was coming, squirting out like under pressure, touching the ceiling <gasps> and I had no idea what to do. And you know all those little knobs that you have under the toilet? Well, they always rust. So that didn't work. I couldn't shut it off and I luckily got a hold of him. But something happened in the back of the toilet and if we hadn't been there, the house would have been flooded. So it was it was just luck that we happened to be there. But as a result, I turn off the water every time I leave the house now. If we're going away for a couple of days, I turn off the water to the whole house. <laughs> so I got so spooked by toilets. What's so in that chip? I... <laughs> <laughs> we already discussed edibles earlier this week. Moth is never having an edible, by the Not way. Again. We'd never see her. We would find her like that underneath the edib- edibles. Edibles have garlic in them. They're delicious. I can't stop eating them. But see, this is why we can't give you an edible because you wouldn't be able to control the intake. I'm afraid to try an edible. I don't know what would happen to my brain. <laughs> no, I mean like it's it's kind of like on on thin ice as it is now. I know. If I yeah. added something like that, God only knows what would happen. I might make a fool of myself. Oh. <laughs> and we can't have that. That would be no. Outrageous. That would be. I'm trying to leave that behind. Oh, Ooh. speaking of behind. So okay. <laughs> Here's my question for you when it comes to toilet paper. We've already yes. discussed that you use one ply. And your excuse yes, when is when I that, have to. Yeah, but wait a minute. Now, <laughs> when you are in Boston, now New Hampshire is a cabin. It has a septic system, which means that yes. you can't clog the septic system with all this like gooey paper. Right. So if you use a thick paper, it's going to clog up the pipes and whatnot cuz you're it's very yes. very rural. But when you are not and you are you are in a suburban situation again, and you are back in Boston. Why do you have one ply there? Well, I I kind of like think that that fancy toilet paper is pretty puffy, you know. And I think that uh, 
it could it could cause a problem in your pipes. I I just you know when well not to get graphic, but people Do use it. a lot of toilet paper. You know, like and that if it's that puffy stuff, it does not dissolve. You have to count on it. You know, moving its way out of your pipes, and I don't know. I just don't know. I can't say. Uh, I, so as a result, I got used to I got used to using the one fly stuff because I figure if it's good for the pipes up here, it's got to be good for the pipes down there, and you know that's one of my biggest fears again of having having a, a clog that backs up into your house. I've heard so many stories, so whatever I can do to avoid that, I will do, even if it means inconveniencing you, madam, when you come home to visit. Well, but you realize that I basically have to use so much toilet paper when I'm there that I'm essentially creating a three-ply with what you've oh got. Oh, my God. Because yes. there has to be some cushion between my well, fingers and my bum. Well, pretend you're camping or something, you know? <laughs> I mean, like... I don't want to pretend I'm camping. <laughs> this is 2022. You live indoors. You don't have an outhouse. You're not wiping your butt with a corn cob. Yet. <laughs> you don't even camp i know i know but what can i say it's like it, it's just it's just a pipe thing it's just a, a, a thing i have in my head like many other things that i can't get beyond so i'm uh like like what like yeah, paul what, abdul's vibology or? <laughs> what can you not get beyond <laughs> What can you not get beyond? You know, it's like once you get a thought in your head, like, uh, you know, you, 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 when Alan was a baby, I took him out for a walk in the carriage. And to keep him happy, I'd always give him my keys. He'd put the keys in his mouth or whatever, That's just smart. to shut him up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Then he drove I, but I was going over a sewer grate, and he threw the keys out. <gasps> and they landed on, and they were balanced, like, right on the very thinnest part of the sewer grate. And I was like... Because <laughs> I know I couldn't get back in the house. I couldn't get back in the house because if I if those things went down the sewer, I was a goner. So I was very careful to get to get to them. So it's I was terrified. It's a justified fear in my family. This is why you don't. Have it kids. is. This is why I don't have kids. Can you make that sound again of what you what you did when you were scared? <laughs> what? It's like what's what's wrong with this? Why can't you? Why can't we be like other normal people? Because they're boring. <laughs> that's why. Yeah, right. Can't. Because that—that's who would. How else would therapists make their monthly bills? You know. <laughs> is it hotter I than know. hell where you are right now? Actually, it is gorgeous now. It's not hot at all. It's oh. mid-eighties and sunny. Oh, we couldn't God. have asked for a better day. Oh my God! Oh, it's sweltering. It's it it is... must be hot there. Then I take it, it's huh? Hot garbage. It's. Thick. Oh God! It's the air that. is thick, you know. Oh, it's gross. yes, yes. Ew. All right. Well, we thank you for your thoughts on toilet paper, your and uh, your weather report, but most importantly, your sound. Give me the sound one yes. more time. <laughs> and beware the toilet. <laughs> they can be. They can be out of control. I know. But they're. Yeah. You know but you what? Need them. That is the biggest cautionary tale we take away from the, <laughs> from this week's episode. Is beware yes. the toilet. <laughs> beware the toilet. Okay. Straw. Straw in and out of the drink. <laughs> all right. We thank you very much. Okay. Take care. Love all you right. all. Bye, Bye, Patty. Bye. Bye, Jim. He's not Bye, here. We're not crying. Bye. Have a, uh, have a great day. Bye. -bye. You too. She hung up real fast. She was like, oh, I, I got to get Hawkeye. Oh,
You know what it's time for? Yes, I do. Well, then let's do it. It's time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. I'm doing a little Okay, making her freak. I'm gonna rip your lungs out and eat them like meat. We are answering one of your answering. We are answering one of your Instagram mail questions on the air this week. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial and send us a question that you would like answered by us. Oh, Mandy Patinkin, that's what I was doing. So we're going to answer a question. Maddie, give us the Instagram mail. Dear Pod, can you settle something for me? In the summer heat, I like the air on full blast. My mother-in-law prefers a breeze and hates air. The city is about a thousand degrees. How do you compromise when one of us is having heat stroke and the other one is just sitting pretty? Signed, Randy in Reno. Randy. Dear RR, older folks tend to hate central air conditioning. They get colder easily than us regular folk. I recall that my grandmother's house was hotter than a tin roof in Phoenix. We'd sweat up a storm just walking through the threshold. But it was her house and her rules. Sometimes she'd compromise by letting the ceiling fan blow for 10-minute increments. Then she'd motion to us to hit, the, to hit the off switch and resume ruining my new linen blouse. I should have sent her a bill. But mostly she'd instruct us on how to make our own paper fans with popsicle sticks and old copies of the National Enquirer to keep cool. Oh. But then she didn't like the sound of the paper waving back and forth and she'd say we were triggering her vertigo. Alas. <laughs> Unless you're living with your mother-in-law or she's visiting, you might have to only talk to her near an open freezer or icebox or carry around a battery-operated fan. Better yet, have her sit outside while you sit in a kiddie pool if she wants to chat. In any case, I'm sure there is a compromise somewhere. Or you can just sit in your car with your AC blowing until it's time to go home. Sure, you'll be antisocial, but at least you won't have the dreaded swamp ass. Ugh. This is a very difficult topic for me. Okay, I'm really sorry that we um, had to bring it up. No, I mean, it's very, I mean, difficult to go, how do you navigate multiple people's needs when it comes to internal temperatures? Difficult. Now, when I'll go over, like, if I have a fan blow on me as I'm sleeping, yeah. I can set my watch to the fact that I will be sick the next day. Oh, interesting. And this baffles me. My friend, his husband, has to sleep with air, air conditioning on beyond full blast and a box fan inches away from his face, like to the right of him while he sleeps. Air conditioning and fan, which makes me go, what's happening? You need a pill. You need to check the blood pressure there or something. Isn't the air just fighting each other? It's a lot of airs coming at you. They just fight in the middle of the I, room. Even just looking at their bedroom and that setup, I get instantly sick. I can't have air blow on me from like a fan. Air conditioning, different. The ceiling fan makes me tired. 
I just don't feel, I feel like they're dirty. I feel like they're they spreading dirt. They you know, are. it's just, maybe that's why I get sick. I don't, and Jules, young Jules, he liked a, a ceiling fan in his last abode. And uh, we are sans ceiling fan anywhere. I don't know why people do it anyway. Every time you watch HGTV, first thing to go. I threw out ours. Yeah. No one likes a ceiling fan. They just whipped, especially in uh, the city, you realize that it is just collecting dirt and then just whipping it. And then if you notice, it just goes around your walls. Yes, yeah. and it's like eye level. Yeah. Depending on how tall you are, you could take they could take you out. There's Guillotine. something about the, the the breeze of a fan. It it like hits my eyes and then dries them out, and I immediately get tired. Yeah. Don't know what it is. Don't know what it is. Don't like a ceiling fan, people. No. Don't appreciate Don't it. Don't like a box fan either. Ugh, no fan. I just I'm like not a fan. my fans. <laughs> We're just fans a, of our fans. I just like my only fans. I'm tired. Oh my god, yes. I'm going to start an OnlyFans. Oh, my God. Please do. What is your theme going to be? I don't know. I feel like everyone's doing an OnlyFans and I'm missing out, but I don't know if anyone would need anything that I have. Oh, my God. This chick I know who is a quote-unquote comic, I use that term loosely, Sure. got on stage and said that she makes anywhere between twenty dollars and $25,000 a month on her OnlyFans. What does she do? Take the porcupines up her vagina? She just shows her butthole. Very simple. Straight down the middle. Classic. Purist. Nice. Straight down the middle. I'm just into the asshole. Wow. It's apropos apropos of this theme, so I'm not going too far off. No, no, no. no. Pat. I get it. $20,000 to $25,000 a month. Men are paying $50 a pop to see the bung. Come to the bung. I couldn't do it without being punny. I couldn't. Could you picture my only? What would my only fans be? Just me eating pudding. It's got to be something weird. And specific. There's a lot of OnlyFans. I thought OnlyFans is sexual. No? Well, I mean, that's somebody's kink. Remember I told you about my friend who worked for the Dominatrix who had the guy who would come in and just had to pop balloons? Yes. So everybody's got a kink. Maybe I should do that. I would love to be a balloon popper. If I made 25 grand a month popping balloons, so some guy's like, Oh, shit. Pop it again. Pop it. All right. balloon animal. Here's Ann's answer. Dear Rand. The only war in which I and Landers are willing to die is a thermostat war. Since the dawn of man, humans have been fighting over temperatures. Seriously, look at any depiction of a caveman. There's always a fire going on outside their caves so that some could stay inside where things are cool. This is why the average life expectancy was 23. Not because of the threat of saber-toothed tigers, but because no one could agree on the degrees. This issue hits close to home. Literally, my Jules and I have a ceiling fan that only has two settings, Jet Propeller or Tennessee Williams. If he could live on Hoth, he would. If I had my way, I'd be sipping mint juleps and relying on the kindness of strangers. But compromise we must. There has to be a middle temperature ground you and your mother-in-law can agree on. You don't need to be hypothermic, but it shouldn't be like Satan's asshole either. Fiddle with the Fahrenheit until you both come to a comfortable place. And if she's unwilling to budge, you can always put her in a home. You know those places probably don't even have HVAC systems. Good luck, you sweltering son of a bitch. And happy Fahrenheit fighting. Ayyan! I, in general, like... I don't... Go on. I like things warmer. Go on. But... When it is this gooey outside, it has to be, you have to have a nice base level air conditioning. 
But in general, I tend towards a warmer climb. Yeah, I guess, yes. I, yeah. (laughs) I can't be in too much air conditioning. Yeah, because it makes me sick. Yeah. Some of these, like, offices that you go to are, like, stores. I'm like, God. I mean, also because you're coming in from the outside where everything was hot and sweltering, so you're wearing, like, a tank top and shorts. But then, oh, God forbid you go into a supermarket. Just nipples out. Oh, my God. Like, just goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For days. For days. Oh, God, is it time for me to make this thing? Yes. Okay. Well. What should we do? What do you say? This is the last one for a few weeks. Are you ready? is the time for Specialty Cocktail. Specialty drink. We're singing nice and gently because she's still our guest in the room. And we drink everybody's having a summer cocktail. Summer cocktail. Cox in summer. Summer Cox. This is very (laughs) Cox high speed internet. I am excited for this bevy because I think it could be very summery for everybody in a very healthy way. In honor of this week's toilet slash toilet paper episode, we give you Patty's Tummy Tonic. That is right! I love a tummy tonic. Even James Jules Ferris knows Patty's panic of, it's coming now, I have to go right now. Mm-hmm. Here it is. For this, you will need one packet of powdered vitamin C. Three ounces of vodka or gin, two ounces of fresh squeezed lemon juice, two tablespoons of honey, and two tablespoons water. Here's what you're gonna gonna wanna do: rim a chilled martini glass, and I do mean rim it, with powdered vitamin C. In a microwave-safe bowl, microwave honey and water for 60 seconds and stir to combine. Allow to cool for a few minutes. Then you add vodka, lemon juice, and honey mixture and remainder of the vitamin C to a martini shaker. Shake, then strain into a chilled martini glass. Garnish with a lemon twist if desired. And you will desire it, believe me, because here are the tasting notes. You may have stocked up on all the toilet paper on the East Coast, but it isn't going to do you any good if you can't control the raging current that is exiting from your brown star. Wow, he's a poet, isn't he? It's time to take a breath and settle that stomach before all of the shaman in your pantry disappears forever. What a delightful, refreshing drink that is offered this week. Are you kidding me? We're actually adding vitamin C to this concoction to make your GI system sing a song of gratitude to all of the talented mixologists at the Pineapple Ranch. If there is a healthier alcoholic beverage out there, I can't think of one. This drink has it all. Booze, honey, fruit, vitamins. So treat yourself, Patty. Have that ice cream cone. Throw some cream sauce on top of that pasta. Absolutely not. I'm not saying this drink is going to settle your stomach, but it'll be fun to watch what happens. Good luck and cheers. And this is Patty's Tummy Tonic. It looks healthy. It looks tart. Before I even... Do you know my mouth is watering before I put it in? in? Oh, your mouth is watering just before you pop it in your mouth? Uh, it was exactly what I thought it would be. It is so sour. Oh, shit. It is so, so, so sour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ooh, my face is My face is turned into a little a-hole. <laughs> I immediately got yeah, acid reflux. Let me wipe it with some toilet paper. Oh, my God. Everything is just... Everything's on fire. Everything's lava. Everything's lava. I can't even take another sip of it. It's so tart. 
so tart. Acid reflux as it hit my tongue. I think it's because we put the vitamin C in and that pushes it to this next level of tang. Mm -hmm. Oh, give this to the astronauts. Give this to the astronauts. AstraZeneca. Let me tell you what, whatever is in my system just got cleaned right out. Uh, No joke, because it hit my system and now I have to. I'm not even kidding. Are you joking? No. Should I I wait? Wait for what? (laughs) For me to come back? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For you to create a little poo cylinder by the Times Square Church? Uh, yeah, no. That is tangy. And direct. direct. This, is, this is the express train. It's a, it's a punch in the balls is right. what that is. It's uh-huh. like, we're not, there's no foreplay here. We're just going all the way, baby. Correct. I don't know if you're looking for a button, but I'm going to give you a brown one in a second. Ready? Patty's tummy tonic. Try it. Enjoy yourself, or just cut it with some some more vodka okay. or gin. Yeah. All right. Oh God. Okay, he's going. He's on the move. Oh Jesus! It's all happening. Patty's tummy tonic. It works. Who knew? This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.